Welcome to Sermon Q&A. Pastor Michael here with you. I'm in the studio with Pastor Craig. And on June 12th, 2022, we preached a sermon, the third sermon in our series, Jesus versus Evil, about the origins of evil. Pastor Craig, something came up in the message where uh, Jesus explicitly tells the Pharisees, basically, uh, there's no way they can be forgiven. And the implication is that they're too far gone. Um, but then just, it's like a couple verses later, he says, uh, you're going to die in your sins mm -hmm. unless mm -hmm. you believe in me. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, it leaves you wondering, like, are there some people that are too far gone? I think of like moms and dads who have sons who have just or daughters given yeah. themselves over to just the worst of, of sins. I have to tell you, when I did this message yesterday, it really, some messages hit you a little more when yeah. you're delivering them because you're looking eyeball to eyeball to people like you just described. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking even in my own family, you know, people that have wandered away from the faith and I'm, I'm just not sure where they are. Um, so it hits close to home. So my answer to this, I would like to be yes, like, or, or no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I would like, like to, to be, be. Yeah. no, no one's too far gone. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, as I look at through scripture, there seems to be some people that are. Mm -hmm. And so I think theologically, the answer is yes, but we can never know who. Yep. And that's the challenge. Like God exists in this plane where he does know, but we don't know. Yeah. And so we treat everybody as if they're the prodigal yep. and they have an opportunity to come home. Yep. Um, and we know that God's welcoming to anybody, which yeah. is which is what is clear through scripture. So the, this, this challenge goes against what my heart wants to say, but what's revealed in the Bible can be seen in two ways. The first way, when we look at what, what, how God works in these, these ways is we see what God actually writes in his word, and then we see what he actually does in his word. Mm -hmm. So we learn from stated facts, here's what God is doing and thinking, and the Bible is wonderful at giving us extra explanations as to what God is doing and thinking sometimes. Thank God that he does. Amen. And then the second way is inferential evidence. And that is, we don't really know what's happening behind the scenes with God, but we yeah. know what's happening on the surface. Which is a lot of what happens in scripture. Which is a lot. We're like <clears throat> seeing it, but I don't know what's really going on behind the scenes. Right. It's explaining the why. Right. And if we knew what's going on behind the scenes, it'd be a lot easier to yeah. talk to people about Jesus, you know, yep. and to see who's going to come back and who's not. And yeah. But we don't live there. Yep. So let me give you a couple of examples of that. All right. <clears throat> There's some stated scripture about people that are not able to be saved. Mm. You cannot get around those, those scripture verses. For instance, Antichrist, mm. wherever he is, whenever he gets born, yeah. whoever this person is, he's got a role to play yeah. and he's not going to repent. Yep. Judas, yeah. Judas, Jesus looks at him and says, there's a guy going to here going to be betraying me. It's better if that guy hadn't been born. Yeah. Well. Like, how would you like for Jesus to say that about yeah. you? Better if you hadn't been born. Yeah. And he's called the son of perdition in scripture. Mm. Pharaoh is the biggest one that we yeah. can go to because we have a lengthy passage of scripture, both in the story of Moses and Pharaoh, but also in the New Testament, explaining Pharaoh to us and what's going on in the background yep. in his heart. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. If you read the story of the Exodus. It's very interesting. Walk through every plague. Mm. And it's interesting that it'll say God hardened Pharaoh's heart. And then it'll say Pharaoh hardened his heart. And then it'll say God hardened yeah. his heart. And then and it'll Pharaoh. say Pharaoh hardened his heart. <laughs> yeah. And it's like this, it's like they're working in simpatico yeah. 
in order to get to the end goal yeah. that God wants like to get to. There's never a moment where God hardened his heart where Pharaoh was like, no, please don't. No. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a joint effort. Yeah. And so you read that and you're a little confused until you get to the book of Romans in the New Testament, mm. where it's very clear to us when it says, what shall we say then? Is there injustice on God's part? If he does harden people's hearts, if he does create people that can't come to repentance, and then it says in Romans 9, mm-hmm. verse 14, by no means, God is not unjust. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So that it doesn't depend on human will or exertion, but on God who has mercy. For the scripture says to, guess who? Mm-hmm. Pharaoh, for this very purpose, I've raised you up that I might show my power in you and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So God has mercy on whom he will have mercy and he hardens whom he will. Yep. So we get to Romans and it says, <clears throat> you have this living example in yep. Pharaoh of somebody who cannot, rep- who could not repent and didn't really want to anyways, because yep. you can see it in the actual story. But we also have inferential evidence. These are some of the hardest ones, I think. <clears throat> To, to interpret correctly yeah. and figure out what's going on. Inferential yeah. evidence is we see what's happening in scripture and we think to ourselves, well, why aren't they repenting? Yeah. And we're not told that God is hardening hearts or, or he's going to use them for his glory. Yeah. We're not told the story of God, like yeah. with Pharaoh. Yeah. Instead, we're just given this, here's what happened. Mm-hmm. And and it looks like they're they're not repenting, David and Bathsheba. Yeah. David, David, David gets a girlfriend, marries her kills her husband because she's married and and then they have a child and he gets her impregnated. So <clears throat> David does some pretty bad stuff yeah. and lives in it for a year, apparently with no problem. Yeah. And then it's not till the prophet comes to him and yeah. gives him this, this, this story of somebody who abuses sheep that David finally repents. Yeah. So David has fallen away, but he can come to repentance. Yeah. Peter denies Jesus. That's a pretty big yeah. one. If you deny me before... Men, I'll deny you before my father. He was warned of that. Yeah. And yet Jesus forgives him. And yet Jesus says, you are going to deny me. Yeah. And Peter says, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? Three times. Yeah. Three times he denies him. So was it Peter's deal or was it God's deal? Mm. And the answer is, <clears throat> I don't know. And that's yeah. what makes it so hard. But he wasn't too far gone. But he wasn't too far gone. Yeah. Because God comes back, Jesus forgives him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then there's Alexander and Hymenaeus. These are the two guys in the New Testament where where Paul works with these guys and there's passages where they have been a blessing to him. But all of a sudden in first Timothy one 19, he talks badly about these guys and he says, you need to talk to the church, hold faith and a good conscience by rejecting this. Some had made shipwreck of their faith <clears throat> among whom are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I've handed over to Satan mm-hmm. to be taught not to blaspheme. So these guys are given to us inferentially, at, and we don't know if they've ever repented. Yeah. We don't know what happens to these guys. Yeah. Were, All, they, were they not saved and that just time exposed them? Were they actually saved? Now they're under church discipline. Right. Like it's, it's all up in the air. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's why it makes this very difficult question to answer. We want to highlight the experience of the prodigal yeah. who comes home and God's God runs to get him, yeah. right? He's waiting for him to come back. And the problem is we don't know who that is. Mm. Uh, the Holy Spirit can break through any stronghold. That is, that is clear. So we need yeah. to pray for people. We need to implore God to pull them back from the, mm. from the edge. But we don't know who that is. And yeah. God does. Jesus with the Pharisees wrote them off. Yep. Right, he treated them with disdain because they claimed to be mm. propagators of faith, but in actuality, they didn't even know truth when it talked face to face with them. Yeah. 
And so <clears throat> apparently those, even those who have the most disdain uh, are, are still offered salvation yeah. because one of the Pharisees, yeah. most popular one, Nicodemus, ends up bearing Jesus after his crucifixion. Yeah. And he's a follower of Jesus Christ. Mm. So you might want to write off the Pharisees because it looks like Jesus did. But then a bunch of them believed. But then a bunch of them believed. Yep. So this is a world we live in. And so I'm open to you, Pastor Michael, because if you can give me help on this, I would love to get it because all I can come up with mm. is stay away from the line mm. that would cause you to doubt your faith. Yeah. Because if you walk too close to that line, you might actually be on it. Yep. It feels like a lot of the... There are a lot of warnings in Hebrews 6 where it talks about you've tasted the heavenly gift and, and basis is repentance is impossible. Um, once you've tasted of the heavenly once gift. Once you've tasted yeah. it. And that's confusing as well. Uh, Romans talks about behold the kindness and severity of God, um, severity to those who have fallen. And it it's, feels like these are written as a huge warning. Okay, before you're going to abandon the faith, mm -hmm. just slow that truck down. Mm -hmm. And um, because you, it's almost like the warning might be, hey, if you do this, <clears throat> you might be in this category where there's no coming back. The problem is we have no, no idea who it is. And the amount of people that I know who were Christians and then literally like walked away from the faith and then came back, it's just too many to count. And, I, and most of them would tell you, I was actually never really truly saved in the first place. Mm -hmm. I got saved when I came back. You know, that's mostly what they would say. So I, I think your initial answer is perfect because it, it says, yeah, I think it's possible, whether they were in the church and walked away, whether or not they were never in the church and they just, there's some atrocities that are so bad that God would never, whatever. We, we can never treat somebody as if they're that person because God knows. Judge. Yeah, God not. knows. Yeah. Right. So he writes these passages, Pharaoh, he's in the category of, of he will never yeah. believe. Yep. Judas is in the category. Yeah. He will never believe. But your the friend, your son, your daughter, your mom, your dad, we just have no category. Yeah, no I, I would say if there is a category, it's going to be the 0.001% that put themselves in that category. That's a guess based yeah. on anecdotal evidence. I want to clean this up at the end by just encouraging those who are watching this, that um, scripture literally says everyone who's still here is mm -hmm. here because they have another moment to True. repent yep. and yep. believe. Um, we don't know who that is. Our goal is to simply make God's gospel apparent and clear and pronounce it boldly in truth, which is what our passage was yesterday. Yeah. Um, to all. Second Peter three says the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise mm. as some count slowness, but is patient toward mm. you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Therefore, beloved, since you're waiting for these, mm. be diligent to found, be found in him without spot and blemish and at peace and count the patience of our Lord as salvation. Amen. So awesome. work for it. Don't, don't think nobody's too gone, too far mm -hmm. gone. The Holy Spirit yeah. is more powerful than any sin yeah. that we, than we can do. Um, and I've seen, and you've seen mm -hmm. some pretty radical changes in people's lives through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's awesome. Well, thank you for that. And thank you for joining us. We have plenty more questions to come on Sermon Q&A.